0: Welcome back, okay. people. This is Don't Sleep on the Couch podcast. I'm your boy, Mr. Prez, and with me always,
1: it's your boy Cash, a.k.a. Exec P. What's
0: happening, good people? Hey, Cash, for all the new people who's just tuned in to us after two and a half years of us doing this thing, tell them who we are and what we do.
1: Easy, man. Don't Sleep on the Couch is a podcast about music, sports, entertainment, culture each and every week on Tuesday at 5 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can catch us talking about the latest topics in the culture this week. You know, we're going to keep it relatively easy. You know, music, sports. Some TV shows, just you know, just some some good talk and good banter. So y'all y'all stick around, y'all check the the time stamps for everything on what we're talking about because I'm tired of telling y'all what we're gonna talk about because sometimes we may skip it. It just depends on how <laughs> good the conversation goes. So we're not gonna give you the notes up front. We're just gonna give it to you in the time stamps. And if it's something that you want to listen to, then keep on listening. So here goes something else I haven't done in a while, Cash. How
0: are you, man? How has your, your week, your month been going?
1: Man, I'm just I'm just focusing on um, trying to get up out of here, out of Germany, man. Like, that's, that's all my focus is, is just setting up the people that are coming in to replace me and, you know, just getting ready to, to go and, and transition. So taking some trips, planning some trips for the rest of the year until we leave next summer. Uh, but, you know, that last month of being, you know, stationed overseas is typically you know you packaging everything in one last week heading to random places so you know we'll see man so hopefully i get to hit most of the stuff that i have planned and work doesn't interfere with that but yeah man we're just looking forward to getting back to the states and and you know getting used to being back on that side of the the world man yeah what about you man
0: uh yeah, so basically you you FIGMO then, huh? And FIGMO people don't know, fuck it, I got my orders. Uh, <laughs> that's the way he is. Like you can't, <laughs> I'm going somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, I'm going to try to help out, but, hey, you need to latch on because I got stuff to do and I ain't really going to be in the office. That's kind of that little mode that he in. Like, uh, so somebody say, oh, you missed out on this. It's like,
1: why are you still depending on me for something? I'm gone. <laughs> pretty much <laughs> pretty much like hey you you the new dog you the new leader in town you know don't 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 rely on me i'm here if you need me but you know that's that's only if you need me just just keep doing your thing i'm gonna come and go as i please i'm gonna help out where i need to help out you know whenever people want to take off take some time off cool i I'll, I'll sit back i I'll, i sit here yeah. i ain't got nothing but time But when it's time for me to do the same thing, Hmm. that's what I expect. (laughs) You know what I mean? I I know I used to
0: get frustrated with people who didn't really understand all that, what it really was. You know what I mean? Like when we say that we're there to help, it's like I'm the panic button. I don't put all what your uh, all the material that you're going to need to get the job done. That's sitting on a file. there. Go up in there, read it. Uh, I'm a break Breaking case break glass in case of an emergency type thing. Like you you absolutely Pretty much. Pretty you much. need some quick pointers I can get at to you. Don't don't come talk to me after
1: that. Don't, no, do don't, don't really call me. <laughs> you know, and th- and then the thing is, like being in the game for twenty plus years now, it's like you had it up to here with the bullshit too. So it's like you you really just don't wanna deal with the shenanigans and you know, sometimes everybody's still in that work 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 mode, but you know, as as they do in the military, everybody comes and goes and, you know, it's just always this way. So just trying to embrace that and, and leave a place better than, you know, I, I found it. So but I got a good, good squad over here, man. Gonna be sad to leave, man. Been damn near six years over here. So if it wasn't for the old lady, definitely wouldn't be trying to come back. I tell you that much. But it's it's time. It's necessary, man. It's, it's time to start, you know, setting up some roots somewhere in the states and, and figuring things out. So it is what it is. Man. Yeah, 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 and uh, yeah. I could tell you from that transition, it take a couple of months to get
0: get back into it over here. So, uh, well, glad that your time coming to an end. Uh, as for me, man. Uh, it, I thought I was done with that house stuff, man But there's so much paperwork on this back end That I'm doing, man So sitting here still dealing with that uh, Getting a little bit more responsibilities at work uh, On my side So, hey, that that part is like Sometimes during the week It's just really the end of the month It get kind of hectic And then after that It kind of calms down again But like
1: Mm -hmm. They
0: gave me a couple more projects And stuff like this So I'm trying to to get that over And uh, taking on like more of a a uh, uh, manager type role, so cool, cool, cool. Everything's been going good, man. Yeah, man. That
1: sound that sounds good, man. I'll be right there with you. Hopefully, if we get you know somewhere we want to end up being for the long long haul, I might end up being in that housing market dealing with it. But just depends on where we go, man. I still don't know where I'm gonna live, so that that's one of the things that I'm uh you know having high anxiety levels about. You know what I mean? Because that's really gonna dictate how you gotta approach. Moving, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Whether you're super excited about it or you're excited about the job you're going to do, but not the location. You know, not, not a lot of people know about what it goes into moving and that much being in the military. Like, so just a different beast, man, different beast. But I, I'm trying to stay positive.
0: I know for one thing, I'm going to go ahead and put this out there. I was extremely frustrated. That was last couple of years while I was in and stuff like this. just Because like, I mean, you get tired of it. you've been doing this for 20 years. You kind of get fed up cash uh i'm officially out now and uh that though that extra check that you get man military ain't too bad bro like it's a, it's a nice little <laughs>
1: <just like> the, <laughs> it ain't too bad yeah,
0: yeah 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 going through it bro like it was rough but uh on this side of it man i was just like man i'm kind of glad i did that shit <laughs> it definitely helps out it definitely it definitely does Opens up Gives you yeah, more Gives you more options Options
1: Right Yeah man That's crazy I mean Yeah I, I I can't wait I got a couple more years At least three You know what I mean So But That'll be a, That'll be an easy Easy yeah. three to do man Just depending on where Don't I go Don't
0: let them catch you up again bro It ain't worth it I know you sitting there You do the calculations <laughs> if, they, if they promote yeah, me you again you can do all the calculations And stuff like this bro Like The stress level The the family time that you get back, you know, the free time that you get back and then the flexibility that you have on your on your jobs and stuff, or at least what I've experienced is. It's nice. It's nice on this side. Once you cross that 20 year threshold like it's it's fine. Press that button. Things are going to work out.
1: Oh, yeah. You know, you know me. I have no worries. You know how I felt. You know how I felt before. I knew I was going to be promoted and stuff like that. It was kind of like, yo, you know, I'm the asset. So <laughs> if if you decided, you know, I stick around with a promotion, cool. I'll, I'll take it because, you know, be stupid not to with, you know, still going back stateside and not knowing what I want to do when I get back there and where we going to live. You know what I mean? At least pay for another, you know, uh, change of station, get back stateside, getting ingratiated with the community or whatever, and then figure things out. And that's always been the plan. So this kind of happened on time. So it is what it is. Like I said, man, just looking forward to what's next and what's next. Doesn't have a whole lot to do with the military. Yeah. 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 In, in yeah, arts, yeah. Nah, you know, in nah, my heart, nah. I, mean? I so. definitely feel you on that.
0: I know some of the people probably like, man, what in the world are they doing? They're going on this tangent. This is only a subset of people. Like they ain't going to know nothing about this. So I mean, but this is like, this is getting a little bit, know a little bit more about our character, who we are. So that's what we was trying to relate to you on that, like, that point. Uh, but yeah, Cash, we're gonna be glad to see that you come back this way. That'll help us a little bit more on the schedule of this uh, podcast and everything, so we can plan that out. Hopefully, by the time you you get over here, I done got into my net, my my house and uh, you know, actually have a studio again.
1: That'll be nice on this end. <laughs> yeah, bro. I, I mean, I can't wait to be on the same time. I gotta got a whole lot of random plans in my head, you know, but not enough time. So hopefully. The demands, like like you said, I know we're talking about our life, but the demands on my real real work is far outweighs what I, what I do for the podcast. So, hopefully, the job I go to, I'm, a, I'm able to kind of pull back a little bit and just really be upper management mm-hmm. and, and not have as much day-to-day things to do. You know what I mean? So, hopefully, I can can do that and then pull back and do some other things for the pod and, and branch off. I mean, a lot, lot of bright ideas, but... You know you know how we like to carry through things pretty thoroughly and, and introduce new shit like that. So that's kind of where I'm at, man. New pods, new people to work with. Not necessarily us on the pods, grow the network. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and form a community of people with different thoughts and, and stuff like that. So I'm trying to be like the real deal Charlemagne, you know what I mean, with the Black Effect Network and Joe Bud Network and, and things, guys like that doing it. And I think, did you know, Didn't know Rory we'll just
0: recently get paid too?
1: Yeah, I just forget the the dynamics of their breakdown. I haven't really looked at it, but I know they got some type of exclusive deal, and but I, I don't know the particulars about it. So we're talking about Rory and Maul, formerly uh, two co-hosts from the Joe Button podcast, who have moved on to do their own thing, and it was a messy messy breakup. But it looks like both parties as far as Rory Mall or all three parties are are moving in the right direction so it's always a good thing to see hopefully them guys can kind of you know hopefully they've pieced up behind the scenes and and things are good man but yeah man I I love to do something like that you know as we continue to move along and and do a little bit, bit better with these numbers and everything that comes with the show yeah so looking forward yeah, to it. Yeah, yeah.
0: Hey, numbers, numbers are a big thing. So uh, if you're listening and you like it, spread the word, just like we do on this uh, music thing. is we see something that we like, we kind of spread the word. We appreciate if you would uh, do the same thing for us. We definitely want to uh, thank all our Patreon supporters uh, once again. I mean, they the one who help us out big time on keeping this going on on a weekly basis, you know, make sure that we we, we stay committed and uh Get it out by 5 a.m. Eastern time every Tuesday. Uh I, I, I know there has been like one or two times in the past two years where we slipped at 5 a.m. And but it's it's so far in between, but we have never missed a complete day, I don't think. I'm I'm pretty sure of that. So uh nope. but uh maybe just like I'm I'm saying like one or two. I'm literally saying once or twice where we'd have missed that. Tuesday, five. It's, AM. That <laughs> it's that military background, man. It's
1: that military background that that ability to figure it out or lose sleep. Just getting the job done. So you one thing you ever you, you gonna know about us is that we're gonna work hard and we're gonna outwork popular the popular guys, the loud guys who don't be saying shit. You know, we we see a lot of different podcasts out there that are, are not the quality of our podcast, but you know, whatever. You live and you learn, mm-hmm. right? But we do appreciate the Patreon supporters, and you can find us on Patreon.com forward slash DSC underscore podcast. So if you're listening to this right now, I implore you, take your time, your heart, and open up your wallets, people. Open it up. Open it up. (laughs) Spend a couple dollars with your boys. Get some bonus material each and every month and just see us grow and tell a friend, tell a friend, like, look at this podcast talking about things that we talk about all the time but we're talking about it in our way and just how you and your friends talk about it. So holler at us on DSC underscore podcast. So that's patreon.com forward slash DSC underscore podcast.
0: All right. And all right, Cash, so every so often, man, we have an agenda, we have what we're going to talk, but I, I feel like this is one of the episodes where, I, where I'm going to say scrap all that. <laughs> we're going to have a conversation and we're just going to talk about, you know, what's been going on. So uh, let's start off. We, we had talked about no books in a while uh, on the leadership portion. Uh, have you come across anything or anything that you want to uh, that you think everybody could get something from on, on a good read or anything?
1: Yeah, absolutely, man. I've been reading uh, Carmelo Anthony's latest book, and it's called, hold on, I got it written down here, Carmelo Anthony, where tomorrows aren't promised, so you kind of learn a little bit about Carmelo and where he comes from, and if, you, if you're if you not a fan of him, I think, uh, or you're just a fan of how he moves and how he operates, then you definitely should check in with that one. Again, it's a memoir, so if you're into those type of things and you're heavy into sports, which we are, that's a part of what we do here on Don't Sleep on the Couch podcast, so I check that out. Then the other book was the uh, 50 Cent, not sorry, 50 Cent. Rick Ross, The Perfect Day to Boss Up. So I listened to that in full a couple weeks ago. I always get a lot of gems from Ross. I know he does a lot of hyperbole with the with the different type of things that he talks about on on his books. But I I, I appreciate the grind. I appreciate the grind in, in the words, although they may be basic in nature. Sometimes you're going to catch a few gems out of there. And sometimes it's just things that you need to hear to reaffirm how you want to do things in life. So I definitely enjoyed that book. If you guys want a breakdown of the book or a quick five to 10 minutes, I definitely will do that for you guys as as some bonus material. So that's some of the stuff that we do on a podcast, actually, is we do bonus books where we do just leadership material on that. So, but those are the two books that I've I've caught recently, and then I have a new book that I'm trying to get into uh, right now. So, hold on one second, let me grab it because I want the people to see. Well, it, I talk about it's, the it's book that cool.
0: I was, that I'm doing right now. In the meantime, so uh, I'm digging into the Gucci Mane guide to uh, what to say, the guide to. Greatness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the name of the book. God to Greatness. And uh it's just Gucci man giving out some gems, very similar to how the Rick Ross and stuff do it. But it's it's with somebody that you can relate to. Like that's 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 the difference in all these. Like uh, they probably ain't saying nothing, but I, I tuned out. Those other books because like It's coming from a different perspective A perspective that I can't necessarily Be aligned with but like From a perspective from somebody who done been In a struggle or something like that then Yeah I, I, I can go hand in hand And their language May be a little bit more rougher Or coarser for some people But it's perfect for me so
1: there you go Yeah and press the book that I was Talking about is the uh, the Daily Stoic here hopefully you guys can see it In the camera there so it's by Ryan Holiday so i like to read these these just quotes in in different things to start my day outside of prayer or anything like that so i like these books because i always like to give it to people who are not necessarily into a specific religion but you're just into positive affirmations and things like that so this is a good book i read it each and every day and it has something in there to build on build upon as far as how you attack your day so it's always a different perspective always a good read in that quick two three four pages 365 days 366 days on a leap year that it has in there so I, I always like these type of books and different outlooks
0: yeah 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 all right so that go to books uh what about music wise outside of just new releases what have you been listening to
1: Oh, well, shout out to one of my favorite artists ever, Hov, you know, um, his with his induction to Rock and Roll Hall of Fame this week. I've been heavy on my Hov kick. So on the B sides, everything B sides. I've kind of been listening to that playlist that's on title and he has several (laughs) different playlists on title. But yeah, I've been definitely rocking with Jay. I'm proud of Jay. I'm proud of Jay. But I need to see this rock and roll
0: list of rap. Uh, stars that's in this because I feel like it should be some other people in front of Jay good on Jay for getting there though but I just think it should be some other people in front of Jay I ain't got the complete list like who I ain't got the complete list that's what I'm saying I ain't got the complete list but I just feel like I just I just already know that they ain't put everybody that should be up in there
1: before Jay-Z. I don't know. He's kind of arguably one of the greatest that's not like rapper-wise.
0: So we know Pac is up in there. I'm pretty sure Big is up in there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But it's a lot of other ones up in there like during that little era that I think that should get up in there. But if they get up in there at the time, who cares? You know what I mean? Jay-Z, he was a big influence right after that. I would say... Ending right after that big error And pushing on to Damn he's still doing the shit now So Yeah He he, he definitely should be up in there uh, You know Especially after he stole his style From uh Young Chris and, you know, and elevator from that point on forward. Look,
1: man, I'm not I'm not standing. I'm not I'm, I'm not standing for this blasphemy, man. I'm not standing for this blasphemy, man. Like we, we try to have good, good talks. And then he goes come with this random shit about him stealing Young Chris flow. Do any of y'all know who Young Chris is? Uh, yeah, no, no. And this is one of my guys. And I hate to do this to Young Chris. I hate to do it. But uh, am I influenced by by people who I'm around? Absolutely. Did he steal his flow? That's that's some urban legend, man. Like he didn't. He didn't yeah, steal Young yeah, yeah. You Chris' flow. You Come could, on, you, man. You, gotta, you, you, you can gotta, definitely you gotta, see gotta, the switch. In the words of Nori you gotta relax. You, you gotta relax. You can
0: see the switch. I mean, right after that blueprint and pressing forward, where he came out with could be arguably some of his best stuff. You know what I mean? Like it was it was a nice little switch. I, I'm not gonna take away from his earlier work. Re- Reasonable doubt was was a classic as well, but I'm saying like that 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 push after that hmm,
1: it was it was big. Like I said, man, heavy on the hold this week. <laughs> I would not stand for any press slander for Jay at all. Go listen to every album. There's not a weak album except for that one, possibly with with. Oh, Kelly, the first first one had some jam. Yeah, it on definitely had some it, jam. But it yeah. was kind of Yeah, okay. it's kinda bad. I know I know I know <laughs> I kinda had kinda went back overall. and
0: listened at Kingdom Come, which I thought was a weaker one at the time when it first came out, but that was that one's uh that one's damn good too. So uh but I remember when it came out, I'm like, what in the world is this? But that dig a hole and, and like then all it was the shit, noise
1: yeah. too. It was the noise behind that too, because that started to become a thing and people started to keep on saying it and they keep on saying it, and you like it get to the point. It's like that was Twitter before Twitter. Yeah. Like, you know, just people keep saying something about an album. And you like, yeah, yeah, because it didn't hit you off the off the uh, jump. It's kind of like what we was talking about last week, where certain albums or certain people done albums we will get into this week as we talk about some of the newer music that came out this week. And in terms of just not feeling it right off the bat. And these are artists that we like. That we absolutely check for each and every time they drop. But sometimes, you know, certain artists and even our favorite artists don't come out with dope shit that hitch that resonates. And sometimes it takes years for you to, to actually rock with it. You know what I mean? I think Kingdom Come is definitely one of those albums that aged a lot better than how it felt when it came when it first came out.
0: Yeah. Uh as for me, man, uh I don't know why, but I went on a fabulous kick. And I really I went and listened at every last one of his albums over the past couple of weeks, like from start to finish. Uh probably missed a couple mixtapes up in there. Mixtapes, I'm going I'm, I'm they stand out a lot better in his catalog than his albums. Matter of fact, his last two albums, I when I went back to it, I was just like, Oof. There's some rough material to get to get get through. It was like I was looking for that gem and that jam that I can just like, oh, okay, this is it. But it was like one or two on those albums, and the rest it was just like ah. And like obviously I like Fab. Well, that's the reason I went back through his catalog. It, I wasn't trying to. I I had in my head that oh all these things was jams. But then as I going back listen to it, it was like ah, I guess uh you know it's kind of not not what I thought. <laughs> And, but at the Street <laughs> Dreams, I think Street Dreams was good. I like the Young OG project. Uh, and then the Freddy versus Jason, I, I, I like that too. Uh, but. Um, that's about as far as I can go When naming his albums About good material To actually go listen to uh, And I, I guess it was like The internal thing with me Where people always like They don't give him his credit And I was like Well let me go back and just listen I think that was just in my head Like nobody brought it up Nobody I think it was just in my head So I was like I'm gonna go back and like You know Really review his catalog And uh, Yeah Some people are right And I hate when, when that that That's the truth And I think we talk about this Of artists that you think you That that you think highly of, but just ain't got that material to back it up. If you was gonna go in a defense,
1: and like more, it's more to the point. Or something that I, it's crazy because I posted something on Twitter a couple of weeks ago, and I was like, "Yo, why are classic albums more highly coveted than a classic material in terms of just you may not have a classic album, but you got." way more classic material than possibly somebody who has one classic album and a shitload of other stuff that doesn't quite meet the mark, but they haven't stood the test of time either. Like they've, they came, they, they had a two, three year run and and went and never really resurfaced to the level of the hype that their album, you know, felt like, or is revered. And, and who, what do we weigh more? Is it the classic album? Is it the the sustained superior performance in terms of the music? Over, you know, like a Fat Joe, fabulous, Jada Kiss. These are guys that have classic moments, classic songs, but in many circles that I that I talk to, they may not have classic albums. I need to know, friends. So, I definitely want just, to clarify this because I, I told y'all I listen
0: at the mixtapes and stuff. I'm talking about the albums, the albums, the studio albums that he released. Those are the ones I'm questioning. Now, the Soul Tape, I will jump up. And, nah, like y'all going to give him credit for that, the, soul, all, all, the whole series. And then the Summertime Shootouts, I like that too. So, bam. Uh, but yeah, the, the other material, like uh, the actual studio albums, that's what I'm talking about. And it was at his earliest So you kind of Got the growth in But you was kind of like How did he get Strong alone <laughs> At the beginning Like that's how I was thinking Like uh, And it had to be The features that he was On other songs He usually killed features And stuff like this So that's where You was doing. But like when they came To the
1: album I didn't find any of them Like a instant classic But my thing is Press, Like why Why do we not Include the mixtapes That's what we grew up mm-hmm. Off of From from when we first Hopped off the porch, got off the stoop, wherever you from in America, like in our era, we're damn near 40. We're about a year from 40, All right, both of us respectively, oh, right? Geez. Also, happy early birthday <laughs> to my man, Mr. Prez. We'll we we'll remind him uh, next week again of how old he really is, but happy early birthday all to right, Prez. Appreciate it, appreciate it. But no doubt, brother, no doubt. But my point is, like, we have to include mixtapes. We have to include... Everything as far as a body of work, because guess what? One of two things is going to happen. If that mixtape goes and everybody knows it's a cult classic, we're going to say that, right? We're going to heap praise upon it. You know what I mean? So if you're going to be able to take praise from a mixtape and, and now a, called a project because they're not necessarily mixtapes anymore. They're, they're focused projects with new beats and, and all that. And it's been that way for some time. Why can't we just include? the projects now. You know what I mean? Like, I think that that's fair game. That should be fair game to add in their discography, especially if it's on DSPs.
0: Uh, I got to judge them with what was going on in the moment in time. I can't go back and and re redo the the parameters. And that's where I would say it'd be big different. The people who are doing it now in these projects, like, that's, that's the way it was, right? Uh, so I would say with Fab, like, his... His mixtape reign was 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 good, but his studio album like it's it's questionable. It's questionable in my opinion on the products that he was putting out. I'm glad that he grew and like I said those later albums I had a bigger appreciation for uh but he, I, it seems like he learned how to sequence and put that stuff together a little bit better as he grew into the uh, grew in the industry, you know? So uh, but yeah, those those earlier ones, man, it was uh it was it was rough getting through. I I would like for you to revisit. I know you're a bigger Fab fan than I am, so like <laughs> I would like to hear your take on this. And I don't want to influence it too much.
1: Oh, yeah. I don't even really have to listen. Like it, it flat, Fab falls into how Kiss is for me, how Styles P is for me, how Hov is for me. Like like they the cat. Everything all the albums the things that I like about them is like I could that's like muscle memory as far as remembering. So I remember that that first album came out on 911. I remember that shit being dope to me because it was a switch up from from Blueprint from Hov cuz if you're and then 2 Cats from Brooklyn too. So you got you know you got to imagine being from Brooklyn like how good that felt to see two dope ass projects who have lasted 20 years now, these, these albums are 20 years old and they still sound pretty good. Like holla back Youngin', Like that's what this, that's before I was doing deep dives and, and over being over analytical about music. This is when I enjoyed music more when I was living the music more, you know what I mean? Not necessarily what these guys were saying, but just it didn't take that much for me to like an album. You know what I mean? Like, Sometimes nowadays, like we we too over analytical, in my opinion, on what we like and dislike. And Fab, all the way up until like possibly, I'll probably say he he fell off like maybe after album three to me in terms of me really enjoying a no, project. No, three was street. It was, and I forget that what was street, d- like. street Dreams, right? Yeah, I was I wasn't a super duper fan of Street Dreams. Like they had the singles on there. But it was another one um, with Junior Reed, and I forget what album that's on. Gangsters Don't Play. Like, there was a lot of shit on there. Um, the, the, the make the play off of Carlito's Way. I can't, I can't remember the name of that project. Um, so I like that. Los, Los, yeah, Loso's that, Way. That's what,
0: yeah, that, that Loso that,
1: Way, like, that album kind
0: of introduced us to what he was eventually going to come on, on the Soul tape. Soul yeah, tape. like, so... Yeah. So I like, uh, okay, I like that. Okay, okay, okay. All right, you saying you did. Like as I said, like that's... I might have my numbers. Yeah.
1: I might have my numbers mixed up, but I know what's on certain albums as far as what 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 came out, but I say all that to say like that's where my my classic material versus classic album thing came out because if a motherfucker shooting 60% every time he come out in sports, that's a pretty high clip. Well, especially well, in in depending on what sport okay. that is. But the list take it in terms of nba you know if you shoot 60 percent every time you come out you're a pretty fucking good player possibly one of the top 75 hall of famers type type guy you may not ever win a championship in terms of a classic album but you can't be underappreciated like the george gervins of the world the dominique wilkins these dudes were badass guys you feel me yeah like, that's just that's just all I'm saying is like I got my my Carmelo Anthony's. This is I I'm I'm contemplating getting a Carmelo Anthony Laker jersey. Cause I think he may win it. He may win oh, it given given yes. some health things. But like I'm a fan of those type of guys. And they not, they're not necessarily winners. Mm-hmm. In, in what But they have people those are classic remember, performances and, those, they those, those, and
0: they are consistent with it. You know what I mean? Like they'll go out there and complete 94% of their passes on the team. You know what I mean? And then they have the one or two years where they kind of excel and was in those MVP talks, right? Like
1: the, the, that's those type of players you're talking about, the, the Derek Cars, correct? <laughs> yeah, man, the Derrick Carls of the world, man, when they go out and, and do their thing and, you know what I'm saying, like you can't, you can't really hate on them. You know, I didn't take the picture, press, so that's that's my moment. That's your moment. That's your moment right there. That's your moment. That's your moment. I like how you got that one off. I like how you got that one off. But, yeah, man, it's, it's guys that's going to perform and you're going to always remember those type of players. And they were probably better than a 50 Cent. Now, 50 Cent has gone on to be a moment. 50 Cent got one classic album. The rest, you might like yeah. a lot. But he got one classic album. Mi- questionable, you know, some mixtapes if you want to throw I, that I, in there. I, I would
0: have to agree. Like it's 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 one classic album. Uh what's the one where he pointing the gun at the uh I like that mixtape. No, oh, no, no, no. The, the mixtape. Oh, power of a dollar. Uh no, no, no. I should know that. 50 Cent is a future. 50 Cent. It's in silver, right? Yeah, it's like like a gray background and everything. Like, yeah, yeah. Hold on. I don't look it up.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was like it was like a lot of the songs on that project was off power yeah. of a dollar that never actually yeah. came this out. One, and then they I just released it. They the released this one, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's another thing. Like that that was super dope. It had ghetto Karan yeah, on there, yeah. all all those you type of right. joints. Guess like, who's back? Yeah, that's when you knew 50 back. was gonna be a monster. Guess who's back? Yep, guess who's back So guess who's back That project Yeah Everybody loves yeah. that shit That I know that Are our 50 fans And you knew he was coming When he dropped that project And it was only a matter of time Before he got the production And then when he did With Dr. Dre Well shit The rest was history Yeah, yeah. True that but, True that You know There's a lot of guys what, what about southern Southern artists like that 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 you feel They're dope Classic Material but not classic albums or underappreciated
0: Under, you know man. like
1: people they're in a lot of talks because I'm, I'm not I didn't grow up heavy on the South, you know what I mean, so I'm relying on you for so this.
0: as for underappreciated albums, man, I, I feel like most of the down south like classic is like unanimous like with down south people now where I feel like we, they didn't get their credit outside of the South. And it took so many people so long to like latch on and everything. I mean, uh I mean you 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 hear a lot of artists now even was giving like no limit their credit, you know what I mean? And what Master P can do. They they're intertwining a lot of their old school raps and uh, you know, reusing some of their hooks and things nowadays. But like it was a point in time where a lot of people didn't want to acknowledge, you know, uh like what the the impact P had on the game and stuff like this. So uh, so that, that's kind of where I felt. I know his numbers and stuff was always ridiculous because of his, uh, his deal that he had and how much money he made up front off those first couple of, uh, of albums and everything. But I mean, yeah, just, I, I just remember just talking to people when I first like came in the military or whatever, you know what I mean? And then like a lot of them didn't even know about all these things, the the, the stuff that I thought was just, so that was, that was that was my first little taste out of the South. So I'm talking to people from all over and like what I was considered a classic. They just, huh? I don't even know who that is. Like, what?
1: What have you been listening to? <laughs> I was one of them. I was one of them. I for sure was one of them. I was I was heavy on my East Coast sh- shit and, and my guys are better than your guys. And what? What? You crazy? But, you know, it was shameful too because at the same time, like, somehow, some way, the uh, hot boys you know, cash money broke through for mm-hmm. me, but not necessarily P and, and his his crew. Yeah. And I don't know what it was. Maybe they were marketed to us differently up north or maybe it was the co-sign by Jay on a, the High Juvenile remix. And just, I don't know, man. We love Lil Wayne. We love Turk. We love BG. We just liked everything about them cats, man. And it was, they just started to infiltrate New York. And I don't know what it was, you know, with Master P and No Limit, it's just like they made it up north, but it it wasn't as accepted as Cash Money was, and they just broke through. And you know, it's like Master P and those guys cracked the door open, had their foot in it, and then Cash Money came and broke that shit down. And then you know, they became household names, and that's when hip hop kind of began to to really change and accept the south. You know, from in my yeah, opinion, yeah, man, yeah, yeah. like that's that's when cats started to get yeah. shine. And that that Trick Daddy too. I don't think y'all was
0: big on Trick neither, huh?
1: Yeah. Or was y'all heavy on Trick? No, no. We we wasn't heavy on Trick until until take it to the house. Like shit like that. Like thugs are us. You couldn't deny that. It was like, what is this? You know what I mean? Then soon, slowly but surely, didn't I remember I remember vividly Memphis Bleak having Trick Daddy and T I on round here and then you had the high remix. You had all that happening at the same time and we we were starting to embrace those guys and they gave the, the tracks a different type of flavor, man. And it was just like, why, why are we being ignorant? And it still, it still was some East Coast cats that were a lot more ignorant, but I think the more and more I was in the military and moved away from hearing everything in the city, you know, quickly and often, like on the radio and stuff like that, and, and mixtape, being mixtape heavy, started listening to a little bit of everybody else's stuff. And then lo and behold, I was like, Oh, shit. This trap music is fucking fire. Oh, shit. You know what I mean? Like, this guy, uh, I remember, ain't no more playing GA with Pastor Mm -hmm. Troy. I remember being in a club in Texas, some little random town in Texas, man. And that shit came on. Uh, These Southern cats in there was acting a different type of crazy. Like, this was like the equivalent of Annie Up. Mm. You know, like when when that shit came on in a certain party, you just knew. Let me, let me get if you wasn't about that life. Let me get my <laughs> shit. Let me get near exit because <laughs> this shit might go down. Man, that's a it, it yeah, was a I lot remember. of Little John
0: songs. I that remember used that type to, like of stuff. get the club rowdy, super super rowdy too, man. I didn't know,
1: <laughs> I didn't know what them songs were. Being a young New Yorker, nineteen twenty. In them, them clubs, you know what I'm saying, with the fake ID, sipping on that blue motherfucker. That was a drink back in the day. I for, you know I don't, you know they let me in, so whatever it is, what it is, we all do that, right? And uh, <laughs> I'm I'm bent off the blue motherfucker, and I'm in the parking lot, pop 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 pop. But I ha- I remember going out when shit was getting wild, with no more playing GA and just all the 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 down south shit that that cats. That lived in in the, the GAs. The, what was it? it was it was always everywhere. It was South. every
0: time we went to Oakland, right? Every time we went to Oakland and left the club, it was always
1: something oh, popping man. off, right? It was it went <laughs> down in Oakland every time we went. Shout out to my homie Cornell, man. Like, oh man, sometimes you know you might be the baddest motherfucker where you from, but where you ain't, when you ain't where you from, it'll humble you real quick. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I remember that shit You remember that And Friday Where uh, the dad uh, Old boy dad That got japped by uh, That got snuffed by Debo When he was like You want some old man? And then he was like No <laughs> And then he, he went on About his business <laughs> That's how I felt like it was That one night We went we was in Oakland Where it was just like Hey man You really going to this corner store And going to leave us in a car? Nah, <laughs> we, we, get we, not, we It's time to get the hell on our we body. Out of here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's time to get of here. Two minutes away I from know where the they drive at at the time So I was at you like, mercy. Nah, bro,
0: like, come on, let's go, let's go.
1: Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah man. So crazy, crazy times. We had crazy times, but yeah, man. Let let us know about that classic material convo. Like, why why do we value the albums? Is it just because it's a, a outdated thing or something that we came up valuing as far as albums meaning everything or is it can we start to debunk that that old way of thinking? I mean, I think it's time. There's too many projects and too many mixtapes and too much stuff intertwined to to not really give these these projects and these these mixtapes a level playing field because they take credit for it when it's great.
0: Yeah. So, but my, uh, here go my problem with mixtapes. i was, I say this and we'll end it off there. My problem with mixtapes was like, okay, especially old school, like you're coming off of a different beat. So, half of the work was kind of done for you. You kind of already had a sound that you could hear and you can kind of twist it and add a little bit more flavor to it. Now, when it was, when you got thrown mm. in the studio and now it's original beat, you got to come up with the concepts and you kind of seen, uh, where where some of these people falter at like they wasn't as creative when it came to doing doing everything from the ground up or it seemed that way i don't know if they were like if they it could be been the industry just not letting them put out what they needed to put out and saying like nah that's trash you're gonna do this so that's how i can do so i can only talk from that point uh but with the newer mixtape slash projects whatever you want to call it uh they're coming up with the original beats and stuff like that still. So it's still that you see that full creative process is it's rare that you see somebody just go other than a remix now jumping on the song with somebody that they just steal that whole uh, style flow and try to revamp it a little. Unless you're talking about the, the new remixes that you don't like Wale for, even though he brought out Q-Tip and everything
1: now, so. All is good in my world, man. <laughs> That's all I was looking for. All I was looking for, some public just love. You know what I mean? Like, these these legends deserve that, man. Like, I know Vibrant Thing wasn't my cup of tea. Yo, it never has too, been. Man. But I can't. I'd am be a fool. I'd be a fool to deny how good that record was when it was in the club. Because I was able to go out at that time. And if it got the asses shaking and I was single at the time, I was with mm-hmm. it. So it's a two different type of music I like. It's the shit that I listen to Monday through Friday. But Friday and Saturday, when I live to to go out and be social and be around some badass women, definitely one the shit that I covet. You know what I'm saying? It was the vibrant thing. So that's that's a you know, that's a part of your life in chapter two. So I, I but I like when the legends are shown their love. And and I saw a little bit of the Drink Champs interview when they talked about the song. And this is prior to him bringing out uh, q-tip at rolling loud and he kind of just showed a different perspective on it so sometimes we don't know the whole story or whatever but you know until it's brought to fruition and, and guys do things like that and they were in queens <laughs> actually you know what i'm saying so it's, it's just dope it's just dope and i like to see more of that i like to see more of that that type of camaraderie and you see it from time to time but just hope that it continues to happen especially from the legends that that put a lot into this game yeah, let's. Just, I mean, we could talk about what what came out. Lightly touch on it. We ain't got to give a deep dive, okay. but we at least let the people know what dropped, and and that way, you know, they go listen to it if they're not heavy the music. I don't want to assume that everybody that listens to our podcast actually, you know, listens to stuff as it drops every Friday, and that way they be prepped for when we actually do break break some of these joints okay. down. So, no, no, no. I, I did want to. I did want to touch on some of the albums that dropped this week again. I haven't had a whole lot of time to listen to a whole bunch of them. I've gotten through them like once, maybe twice, but not a heavy focus on it. And I think it's because, like I said earlier, they didn't they didn't hit me mm-hmm. right away. So Reason dropped a project called No More, No Less, a little three-pack. And it's just, you know, a collection of folks that he has. I know he has Wally on there, Benny the Butcher. Um, He has Isaiah Rashad on there. Those are just some of the guys off the top of my head that make appearances on this three-pack. And this is just something to hold us over till he he drops his latest, his next project. But the prior project to that was pretty damn fire. So y'all go look up Reason. He's the artist out of TDE. Uh, So far, so good, man. Three-pack, you really, I mean, what can you say about a three-pack? So I I can't say anything negative. You know, I think it served its purpose in my opinion. Did You get
0: a chance to it yet? I didn't even know it was out. It didn't even hit on that, and it's because like he did this with Wale, been in the butcher. like he got a bunch of features on here, and it seems like he included yeah. all of them instead of just ah yeah, that sucks. All right, no featuring, yeah. Yeah. so uh, I, that would yeah. be on my list. I did not know. I hate I missed that.
1: Yeah, so that that's fine. <laughs> and then ransom ransom and a uh, cat named mm-hmm. Rome Streets. So Rome Streets has been. Doing this thing, I think he dropped like maybe four projects this year prior to this joint project with Ran. And Ran has dropped at least two projects that I, if I'm remembering correctly, Um, the one, heavy is the head, mm-hmm. the crown joint seven, on there, and then yeah. seven is another one. And I think those are the two that dropped so far this year, on top of the latest release, which is called Coop the Grace. So, on first listen, man, I was just like, ah. I got to give this some more time because with guys that I actually like, if I don't like it right out the gate, I know I got to give it a few more spins to dive a little bit deeper into it. And then with that, they're giving a little bit more grace with me. When you build up a lot of good sweat equity with me as a fan, I don't write the shit off if it doesn't resonate right away. The bars are there. The bars are there. It's just sometimes the beats and the mood I'm in, you know what I mean? So this one didn't, I didn't gravitate to it right out the gate. Has some dope joints though. Has some dope joints on there. They got a feature with Che Noor on there where they're kind of, it's called Claudine. They're telling a the story on there. So, But that that's that's one of the, some dope storytelling on that. And that one stood out by far in uh, Silent Murderers. And then they also got one featuring the game. On there too that i think you will you will rock with a lot okay. press i'll give it a listen uh
0: as for me uh mick Jekins, uh elephant in the room uh you know i i
1: how did, how did that sound? Run, yeah, ran I ran through,
0: through it uh, once and I need to go back and listen to it again. I liked the first like couple of songs, first like five songs. I really felt like that, that was the, that's the Mick Jenkins I like. That's more of like the waves. But then you know how like later on he had the more moody type songs and more uh i don't think he does it like it's it's not like wale doing it you know what i mean like he don't kill that that type of vibe it's, it's nice it's not great you know what i mean so uh and then he started putting a lot of that into the album and um, that kind of brought me out again i'm gonna give it a couple more lists before i give a full uh look at it but it's kind of 50 50 with me right now you know what i mean so uh, I, I like I like the the beginning uh at the at the tail end it kind of like trails out a little bit. Uh but it's it's some of the stuff that could grow on you too at the multiple listens So I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I'm 50-50, 50-50 right now. So uh then I had uh the currency and Harry Fried, uh Regatta. Uh y'all. Y'all okay. done turned me into this uh currency fan. I hate y'all for it. <laughs> I haven't gotten to it yet, <laughs> so uh, it's nothing bad I can say. It's more of a currency yeah, consistent with it on his style, his flow. Uh, once you, like I said, got out of that stressful situation, a little bit more laid back. I have an appreciation for his music a lot more. Uh, but uh, yeah, he continues on. He continues on the same little path with this one, man. So uh, it's it's enjoyable, quick. I think it's like seven songs uh, on here. So bam, it's
1: it's nice to listen. Is it because you get to enjoy the uh, the marijuana for your pain? I don't know what you are talking about, Cash. Is that why I you don't enjoy even it? know what you are talking <laughs> about? But it's it's
0: more enjoyable.
1: <laughs> yeah, man. Oh. <laughs> I can I can see that. I could I could definitely see that.
0: So, Cash, another album I was looking at was A. S. A. P. Rocky like they dropped his uh, album as I guess it was the 10 year anniversary release and everything. And uh, to, I'm talking about live, love ASAP. And, you know, you'd have heard these albums before, but then coming back and like hearing them again, like remaster, whatever they're doing to them. Uh, but I was just going all together for the music. I haven't heard this album in a long time. Right. I haven't, I haven't went back and listened to it myself personally for a while. And, with it just showing up there, I downloaded. I'm re-listening at it, bro. These good ass albums. <laughs> I forget how good this album was. You know, I, I really had genuinely forgot man. playing it again in the mix of the new releases that came out. It still said uh, it still seemed like it felt in the vibe of this this generational music, and it was better than most. Other albums put out this week as well And I think that Tells to the strength of just ASAP Rocky and his status In in, in the game you know Hey so uh,
1: Brand new guys Like I still remember when those dropped And we were getting to know Rocky and and TDE And and the lesser known TDE guys At the time because all I knew out of TDE At the time when this was starting to bubble Really was J-Rock Then Kendrick you know what I mean? And then, you know, but Schoolboy was once I got caught wind of him, that was easily one of my favorites. So it just brought back all of those those memories of discovering these artists for the first time and not having much to go off of. You know what I mean? Just just finding what you could find on these guys. And this this album is is pretty damn dope. But safe to say that uh our man Rocky ain't coming back. You know what I mean <laughs> to the music, <laughs> last thing he dropped was in 2018. And being with the Billy, the billionaire, Rihanna, I, I don't see it happening, Perez. I, I don't see him coming back oh, yeah. to the game.
0: <laughs> I see him still gonna, I still seeing him release. He's gonna release some songs. I I I don't think he's completely done on that, but w- yeah, I get what you're saying. the st- other stuff that he dabble in
1: the fashion, fashion killer, man. Right? Like, like, <laughs> <laughs> but this is a good body of work, yeah, man. Yeah, I did yeah, uh yeah. check it out. Did you
0: did you think we undersold it like when it first came out like now like when you listen to it like I don't think I, I praised this album enough to people like listen to it again I was like man this was a good ass but I I would really have to go back and listen at what else was coming out I ain't really do that now like what else came out in that same category what was the reason for me not not latching on to I this I don't know what it was but like I felt like I, I should have re-appreciation
1: for him after this it, was, it wasn't during this time. I can could, I could tell you that. Like I wasn't on that wave a lot because I was still like, yo, dude, you from New York. Why are you sounding like you're not from New York? That that was what I was on. That's the type of time I was on and uh, Ferg and everybody else. But they loved them sur- Southern beats and they made it their own. You know what I mean? Like They, they sounded New York on mm-hmm. Southern beats and that's what I learned over time. But the ignorance... In me 10 years ago, like because I, I think this dropped almost 10 years ago, right? But yeah, it's 10 years ago, that's the reason they did it. Yeah, it was so
0: like a 10 year release, uh, very similar to how Big Crit just did his like earlier yeah, this year, as yeah. Well. So that, that's
1: kind of where I was with it, you know. Because you, you in 2010, come on, man, like, y'all had South had a run, and you know, all we had mm-hmm. was the old faithfuls, Nas, Jay's, the kisses, like, they, they would drop, but like. <laughs> We went in the, the current discussions of the guys, and you know you, you tend to forget that ASAP from Harlem. You know what I mean? And they just did it in their own way. They they had their their Dipset influences, and I think they'll tell you that. And they just continued to take it from where Dipset left off, and that whole ASAP Mob thing. So I don't think I appreciated it then like I do now, looking back. So and like you said, it's it's aged gracefully, pretty pretty damn good with his body of work.
0: Okay. Uh and that takes us to our final album that we reviewed Sean this Don. week uh it yeah. was Big Sean Big
1: Sean and hip-hop newly released or or newly uh on his own label Don Life Don Life so he's on his own man yeah. he's doing his own it's thing.
0: Seven songs, right? Was seven, seven, yeah, six seven, seven something like that.
1: Uh yep. what you
0: expect? Uh, We've just been praising Hit Boy and how he get with people And like, you know, just make some Excel Uh, Title of the album is uh, What You Expect And uh, my answer to that is better than this (laughs) Honestly, this is not This is not uh, I felt like Big Sean uh, After my Appreciation up for him last year after like not having them in those convos, I felt like he was still in the zone on this, but I don't feel like the production matched that same energy. And yeah.
1: oh, okay. I, I
0: really didn't. I really didn't. I really felt like uh, I felt like like, uh, and, and that's what I'm saying after just heaping all the praise on them just two months ago. You know what I mean, like. Sometimes it's, it's it's a miss. It's a miss in my opinion, and I feel like it, this one was a, a miss in that category. It, it may be. I go back and listen to it, and I was like, "Well, some songs it was Big Sean not coming on, but I just didn't feel like they they gel and, and it, it made for a great sound." Come on, man! We just uh, you just gave us the Nas, <laughs> and then coming to this, like they ain't on the same level. These two. Things are not on the same level, and that's that's what I'm getting at. Like, have you in such high regard? Like, I can't deal with mediocre. You know what I mean? I don't. I'm not gonna accept mediocre, and, and that's kind of what I got attuned to when I'm like listening to a, a hit boy produce a project. So, and this was average. Mediocre. You know what I mean? It, it, it didn't it didn't hit those same notes as his previous projects did for before.
1: Yeah, this is just one of them cases, Prez, where it's initial listen, don't gravitate towards it, gonna give him grace, go back to it, see if it did different setting, different timeline. I'm listening to it. I might might like it. You gotta go back to the guys that you actually enjoy and to, to do be one and done for me. That that would be doing a disservice, but I like you, bro. I initially I, I was like, yeah, yeah, this is um okay. And I mean, <laughs> you know, little Dirk I think had one of the lines off the project when he was talking about the Larsa Pippen and future line that he said on there that had me chuckle. But other than that, it's you know, sometimes it's just a collection of songs and the beats just don't resonate. And I think that that's what's ha- what was happening. You know what I mean? And is this a good offering? As this is your first solo on your own record label offering that you could have done, probably not. But it, again, again, I you know I don't know. I think the rapping was there. I think the rapping was there as Big Sean typically does. Mm-hmm. I just think that the production didn't nothing gravitated. I think he should have went more in his rapper bag and this and instead of doing the. The poppy type hit boy shit.
0: Mm-hmm. I think we have talked about this before, about these rappers who demand or want their freedom and you know get away from the industry, but then when it comes time to produce, they don't live up to it. Uh and it's it's been rare that they kind of lived up to it. Only people I know that I can name off the top of my head who kind of elevated still right after that was uh 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 Big Crick to 12 for 12. That shit's a classic in my opinion. Uh, <laughs> and he killed everything on that, you know what I mean? But that that showed why he was under-respected or underutilized, like, on on Def Jam, you know? Uh, this right here kind of seems like, did you need those p- other pieces, Big Sean, to, like, guide you in the right direction, you know what I mean? Uh, did you gather the ear? Did you sit down and really plan out? The next step properly to make sure that you cover all bases and what you're looking to capture on your music. If you did, I mean, this is not the direction of the Big Sean that I wanted to see, you know? Uh, that's yeah, from, from
1: what I heard, it was a bit of like they kind of just grew apart in terms of just priority and and how he's bossed up in his career. So I think that was more the thing. And, you know, the unpredictable nature of Kanye West and good music where the artists. Are doing. I mean, like this is the second artist that that either wants to quit music or or is not wanting to be on the label. I mean, Tiana Taylor is another. You know what I mean. So th- it's kind of trending that way. Saha the Prince. The, not the proper promotion That he should Probably probably be getting So It's a lot of guys That fall That into shit's still a classic No dope on Sunday Is a fucking classic Yeah no church on Sundays Is So you know That brings me to another point That I just thought about As you were saying oh, yeah, it, And as I was I always feel like I approach these these reviews and this is how I approach life. I'm I'm always level headed. So if y'all looking for a hot take for me to go one way or another, this shit is trash. You probably never gonna get that you're probably never gonna get that from me. I'm going to nicely say I don't like the shit because I listen to it. I'm going to tell you what I don't like, but it'll never be in a disrespectful manner and that we're not that podcast. You know what I'm saying? I don't think we'll we'll ever we'll ever be unless we just absolutely don't like it and that's exactly what we'll say. But do you ever feel like the guys that you like you force yourself to give them grace when you just know out the gate. It's not, it's just not it. This is just not it. And I'm not going to revisit it.
0: Oh yeah. 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 I know I do it quite often and we didn't talk about it. Like I think I even was it for more for the underground artists than I do for the mainstream. Like I said, like uh, it's a couple artists. I think like when we talk about Uptown X O, like I, I consider one of his albums one of the greats in my opinion. But then uh, <laughs> I, I I don't necessarily vibe with all the rest of his albums. But I keep coming back. I give him room to grow just because after what you do. What what not produce before? You know what I mean? Uh, and it's, it's it's several orders like Mick Jenkins currency, is one one that we me. talk about like, like uh, currency. I, yeah,
1: <laughs> I get to the point where I, I know I asked one of our you know co collaborators Iggy to send me a list of currency stuff that is dope from the year because it seems like he drops so much. And I think the reason why I'm asking for the list, Pres, is because when I listen to this shit. I know I like him, but I don't find myself returning to his shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I listen once when it come out, and I mm-hmm. hope that it comes out on a week that there's nobody else that I like more than him. Because I like him as a legacy act, but I'm not I'm not as in tune or in invested in his music. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it always seems like it's just the same old, same old from him. Respect what he does, respect all of that. But it just seems like I I be feel like I be forcing myself with some guys to where I like, I like what they do, I like them as a person, I like their personality. But the music just seems like it just be like, damn, it don't. It's just another collection of music. It don't feel like a moment. It don't feel like something I should be paying attention to. And I'm trying to do do Mm -hmm. less of that, and probably in 2022. I'm going to do less of that. If, if y'all motherfuckers going to have to come DM me something and and tell me about a project for me to care about it because these guys are doing this too much. Like, right? And this is no knock on the Mick Jenkins and currencies of the world that drop a lot of shit throughout the year. Shit got to be fire. It got to be a moment. And if it's not, I'm not forcing myself to listen no more. That That's my declaration. That's what I've come to this week. Listen to music. Like, I don't, I'm not going back. If I... If it ain't it And I don't see a potential And I know it in my gut In my gut Like the Ransom in Rome Streets I'm gonna go back to it Ransom done built up a hell of a Sweat equity with me But I don't really I'm not really into Rome Streets yet You know what I mean? Like I And I think that's what it is I've, I've tried to listen to his solo projects Just haven't Gotten into him yet It's not whack He's not a whack He, he can rap It's just not it, what he's saying might not be resonating with me at the moment. That's through, f- I listened to four projects and I gave him four chances, and you know, it is what it is. Ran sees something in him. So, you know, hats off to him. But as a listener, I, you know, it just wasn't that I think that's what threw this project off for of me. And I am on my first listen. Now, going back, I may feel feel a little bit different, but. I'm going to give a chance to go back based off Rand's past, not necessarily Rome. So, um, yeah, I think that's, that's all I got to say about that. I'm tired of forcing myself to come back.
0: Yeah. And, and man, and like, as we approach these things differently, like from the podcast point of view, like I keep a running list of albums I think are great or, you know, have, uh, going to be in my discussion for end of the year, uh, uh, albums of the year and stuff like this. So that list gets long throughout the year. So as we get in this tail end, this fourth quarter, as we enter in and everything, like if those albums ain't jumping out to me right off the jump, I'd be like, why am I wasting my time to continue to try to force myself when I know I got a list of <laughs> 16, 17 albums projects that yeah. I love, that I haven't got to listen to, like I want to because we constantly listen to this stuff, and I would go rather back. go, yeah, <laughs> back to that yeah. sixteen. You're absolutely right. You know what I mean? Then trying to force myself. Yeah, you to you're absolutely to this.
1: right. Just got to go back to the music you love, because again, man, I I, I want to get back to knowing these songs again. I want to get back to being able to repeat these songs. You know, should should we go to a concert to see these guys in concert? I just I don't want to just oh that's a song I like. I just want to get back into that. And really, really zoning out like I used to as a as a younger cat that had more time to listen to music. Right now, I don't have the time. So if you don't catch me in this microwave society, I'm sorry. Unless you built up a lot of a lot of hard work and and, and um, just staying power at me, I'm not doing it again. I'm not doing it again because it's just it's just too much other music to get to press. And it's no it's no knock on God's talent. It's just. When you catch this shit. So sometimes currency connects with me, sometimes he doesn't. And this is just the, the guys that came out this week. Hate to keep being a repeater, man, but there's too much good music out to spend time with guys that that don't hit you off, off the back, man. And that's that's sadly the the climate we're in.
0: No, no. I, I think what it is, Cash, like you want to be the overall reviewer. You want to be like able to appreciate like everything. But this is where your bias yeah. is going to come in a little bit. You know what I mean? And not everything is going to resonate with you or is it for you? You know what I mean? So you got to be able to understand and appreciate that portion of it and just back away from it. Just saying like and, and I think you'll be the the better way to analyze it or say it's just like hey if you love this and this type of music or this and this type of artist I can see that you will resonate with this this uh album EP whatever it is right now like this is right up your lane but as far as me I'm not in that zone not in that that's not that's not the type of artistry I love so I'm gonna say uh if you're very attuned to someone like me y'all got a catalog I mean you got Tons of episodes And you kind of Know my taste now If you're In that same Similar vein This probably <laughs> yeah, so, You're right man
1: I, You can't You can't cover music Like you cover sports Like I, I love to watch basketball I love to watch football I could watch any game It doesn't matter You know And I get something out of it Because I, I just Love to watch the game That don't mean I'm a fan Of every team You know what I mean So I think you got to yeah. Approach it the same way You know You got a lot of a lot of artists out there, but that doesn't mean that you like everything they do. You know what I mean? And some shit is just try again next time. It's not bad. It's, this project just ain't for me, and that's okay. That's okay. And I think most artists, yeah, yeah. and most artists, it really I think, will be cool with that. It's just as long as you don't shit on them, yeah, yeah. shit on yeah. them at the same time.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like now if their
1: goal is to
0: be. That mainstream That new Drake I'm telling you You're not reaching everybody I will tell you That dream seems Kind of far from the project I just listened to But if you're fine With building your 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 base Your audience Off this style of rap This style of hip hop You're doing a damn good job And sure, keep man. it
1: up <laughs> Yo man I think that's I think that's all I got on that man I know we belabored that point And I think we drove it home But I mean I think I want yeah. to have More discussions like this Random Random shit that pops up in our head of of text messages that we that we go through, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And uh, definitely keeping in tune with yeah. interviewing the artists that we actually see some potential in, so for sure, for sure. Yeah, good good talk, like
0: I said, but uh, I still it, I, I did feel kind of disappointed overall about the fab because I held them in high regard and then as I go back and listen to that catalog, it kind of hurt my heart a little bit to come to reality on uh, on. What is his uh,
1: industry man, catalog? Yeah. Man, same way with Kiss, man. I have, I came to that realization along. The, <laughs> the, the realization you came to this weekend, I've I've come to that, and I keep bringing up Kiss and Jada because I love those guys. But I can't have arguments and defend their honor because somebody's <laughs> going to knock me out the box with somebody else that has classics and the same accolades, the boot. And then I'm out of the argument unless I just want to be ignorant yeah. and and you know be steadfast in my point. Yeah, unless you just yeah. yeah. If you
0: just want to keep it going. Wanna be stubborn on it. But I mean, you you know when your when your argument is kind yeah, of lost. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's much to like how you talk about the <laughs> Raiders yeah, yeah. and then making the playoffs. It's kind of one of those things, man, where
0: That shit is <laughs> reality. That shit is hey, reality. You were six That's and two, two years ago, wasn't you? <laughs> Five you're six and, and two, we're five two, and two though, right? right now, we're going into the five. But I'm glad that you're going ahead, and giving us. Was you six and two, I'm two glad that you're ago. going ahead and giving us the giant, uh, and then we can see how we play after the giants. Where's the giants? Are, man, like it's said, the giants. Got kind of rough. Come on, they Kansas ain't got it's, 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 it's Kansas City and oh, Cincinnati right after it, so I know those are going to be tough oh, games, and you're going to like. I'm uh, not going to overlook the next opponent. You don't play.
1: You don't play for them. <laughs> you a damn fan. <laughs> what the hell you <laughs> Mr. I don't overlook the
0: opponent. The fans play a part of it. We we're seeing that cash. This year we kind of see that fans are in the stands and games are going way different than it was when it was uh when when it wasn't none. It was all silent and you Speaking of games, count.
1: We gotta it's get to these different. games. You have Don't Sleep on the Raiders podcast that drops weekly. I have Don't Sleep on the Eagles that drops weekly. We're expanding, people. We're expanding. But in order to give a great hindsight to the game and the overall review, we have to get to these games. And with that said, this is episode 132, Don't Sleep on the Couch podcast. Make sure you go subscribe to Don't Sleep on the Eagles, Don't Sleep on the Raiders, and we out. We out. <laughs>
0: Good pod, man. Good pie. I think that's a good one. I like when we had the combos.